Goldie here, and we're going to talk about wrestling. On today's episode, we have two premium live events happening tonight. We have New Japan's Battle in the Valley uh, with the much-anticipated ring return of Mercedes Monet, formerly known as Sasha Banks, and WWE's Elimination Chamber. So we have some predictions to make, don't we? Uh, first things first, introduce my co-host, Godflow. Hello. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Pretty excited about the events we have tonight. Donjay, how are you doing, sir? I am great. It is a fantastic evening for wrestling. It is. It is a fantastic evening. Um, before we get going, how does everybody sound? We had a couple technical issues before we started. We had to switch um, platforms. Um, we had to kick our microphones. We had to get our cats to stop chewing the cords. Um, of course, like audio levels I can usually fix in editing, but if everything sounds okay, all good, sound is great. Excellent. Thank you so much. Let's get right into it then. Let's start with the Elimination Chamber. Um, we have a mixed tag match between Edge and Beth and Finn and Rhea. And I make no bones about the fact that I hate mixed match tag rules. Um, in this scenario, everyone's roughly the same size and build. It's not like you have Beth going against Braun Strowman. So I, I would like to see Beth wrestle Finn, and I'd like to see Edge wrestle Rhea. I really want Rhea to, like, take some form of a bump from Edge, whether it's um, an educator or a spear. Like, please, please, can we stop, quote-unquote, protecting the women because you can't beat women? It's two, consen it's two consenting adults in this situa situation. It's four consenting adults in a storyline wrestling scenario. Um, can we please have someone hit Rhea Ripley? Donjay. How do you see this match taking place? First of all, I'm not going to be the one to hit Rhea Ripley because she'll knock the shit out of me. But that being said, um, I see Judgment Day going over just from the simple fact that Rhea is going to be in a, a high-level event match at WrestleMania with Charlotte. And they have two of the best uh, performers in wrestling, that's going to make her and Finn look great. Um, but ultimately, there's no other way um, but Judgment Day. Hello? All right. So let's see. Uh, again, uh, we've been trying to get somebody to hit Rhea, almost male or female, for a very long time now, it seems like. I think she's the most protected wrestler on the roster right now. Um, just anybody, spear, hit, anything. She's been sneaking up from behind of late. So I, I'm finally excited for her to actually be in some legal action. I don't think she has been since the Rumble. She's been out doing media stuff or promoting or whatever they were lying about. But uh, it's going to be a very interesting match, to say the least. Uh, 
On one side, you have Edge, which seems like every time Judgment Day beats him down, it's like, all right, well, start the countdown till the next return comes. Um, finally bringing some help with uh, with Beth to kind of neutralize the odds. So the the big question and the big deciding factor is, I mean, it, what is Dom going to have to do with this match? Um, of course, I, he's definitely going to be out there to help Mommy, I believe. And I think that... I think that he ha- he's the reason that turns the tide. He used a little bit of that prison knowledge to to uneven it. Usually it's Rhea playing the deciding factor, but I actually think Dom helps Rhea get the win in this situation. And I do think Judgment Day is going to go over in the end. I wouldn't be surprised to see uh to see Edge, the ultimate opportunist, uh somehow the grit couple manages to pull it off. Um, it's, it's going to be a hard hitting contest. That's for sure. But I, I do think that, uh, X condom is going to be the deciding factor when all said and done at the end of this one. Prison knowledge from Dominic Mysterio, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here. <laughs> Almost spit out my coffee again. Um, I'm of a similar mind when it comes to this. I don't see, um, if edge and Beth, when I see it being because Edge pins Finn. I don't see Beth pinning Rhea because of what Don Jay alluded to. She won the Rumble. She's incredibly protected. Um, and she's going on to main event WrestleMania. So I don't see Rhea um, taking the pin in this situation. I do agree with um, Godflow in the sense that Dominic's going to do something. And he's going to get nuclear heat. Because all they need to do is show him on camera, and people are going to boo. So, I think Dominic gets involved in some fashion that lets Rhea get the pin on Beth. Um, but it's going to be a solid match. I'm, I'm a big Beth fan. I'm happy to see her and Rhea finally. We got that stare down months back, and everyone went, oh, shit. Could this happen? Um, would have preferred to see it one-on-one. I won't lie. Um, but with Rhea being, you know, on the road to WrestleMania, um, I don't feel that strongly about that anymore, but I do have judgment day winning. I do have Rhea getting the pin over Beth. All right. Next match. We're getting, before we, before um, we move on, Goldie, Goldie, before we move on, yeah, can we up? quickly say how wonderful these social media videos with the Mysterios and Rhea and Dom are especially this last one with Valentine's Day and the dining dash by Dom the social that they're doing with with them has been fantastic I haven't seen the latest one oh wow they did a Valentine's Day one they did a Valentine's Day one and Dom was taking Rhea to um, dinner for Valentine's Day and Ray and Angie took their reservation apparently and they kicked Ray and Angie off their table and it's hilarious and then ultimately Dom's um, credit card was declined because it got cut off and Rhea had to pay oh you must see that it is fantastic alright I'm going to watch that after the podcast that sounds it, amazing it, but it I've amazing. been I've been loving the uh, the Thanksgiving, the Christmas, and Angie slapping Rhea. Um, side note, 
there is a Judgment Day event in WWE Champions, which is the game that we primarily play and talk about and stream. And we got Rhea Ripley this weekend, and they made her character bottle look so freaking bad that I was kind of hoping we'd get a vignette of her and Dominic going to Scopely headquarters and asking that they fix it because they did her dirty. Those vignettes are great. Rhea v. Furpo confirmed for After Mania. Raw After Mania Furpo showing up. Like, actually, Rhea made a mistake. (laughs) All right. Uh, Moving on, we are getting, um, I guess, the conclusion. Uh, Part three, if you will. Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, and... For some reason, and I don't know why this stipulation was added, whoever wins gets Bray Wyatt. Because why not? Um, I was totally looking forward to this match until I realized the winner has to face Bray next. And I don't want Bobby involved in that at all. I want Bobby to win. I want him to be dominant, but if it means he has to have Rambling Riot singing his theme song, I, I, I really don't need Bobby in in the Firefly uh, Funhouse, or as I like to call it, the Firetruck Flanhouse. Um, I think if the winner gets Bray, I think Brock, with what he's doing with his character work right now, would have so much fun with it. I think that, from an entertainment standpoint, would be better. But I I hate that this got thrown in last night on SmackDown, because I'm like, Bobby's going to win. He's dominant. He's chiseled from granite. There's hints of Hurt Business going back together and having them just run through people, maybe the bloodline. But then it's like, oh, you you win a trip to the funhouse. And now I'm like, I don't want Bobby winning, if that's what he gets. So I'm conflicted. My prediction for this is leave Bobby alone. Um, Flo, let's start with you. What do you what do you so, see uh, happening? This is the moment in the podcast where we go into Flo's fantasy booking because I've actually sat and digested it after last night a little bit. So yeah, we 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 got a little bit of so what can come of this? What can happen? I mean. The winner gets Bray. Who's to say the loser doesn't get Howdy? Um, I don't need that either. This match, there's no possible way we're getting a clean end. I don't think there's any. Um, As alluded to earlier with the Hurt Business, that's kind of the actions that Bobby has taken on lately. He's back to thinking a little smarter, not using his brawn at the same time, being more conservative with uh, what he's doing. And I think this is his transition back to them. But I do think that if Brock loses, I, I'm not sure we get we get a winner or loser tonight, one way or another. Because um, last I checked, it's just a regular wrestling match. I don't think DQ, screwy stuff, any of that. Uh, I think you'll still get DQs, whatnot, or uh, no contest. But... If Brock takes the loss, I do think it's from Hurt Business help. I don't see Bobby getting the clean win any other way, um, especially with the character arc they're going on. Um, 
Or again, they're in the ring and it's just Wyatt doesn't decide to wait till the end and he just decides to, hey, let's uh, me and Howdy go take out both of them. Um, we have somebody in the chat. I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, but somebody in the chat is saying maybe there's there's fuckery abound. And then we get Brock and Bobby teaming up to face Bray and Howdy. And, and then they have their one-on-one at Mania. <laughs> so, I don't know. if the Hurt Business helps out, you can have Bray take care of Lashley and the rest of the Hurt Business. And if the Hurt Business helps out, there's another big motherfucker in the Hurt Business that I think Brock might uh, put on a little bit of a show with. If, uh, MVP. They put MVP. To, uh, MVP. Oh, not him? <laughs> not so not him. But, uh, it, I mean, if you look at a Brock and Omos possible stare down, and I whoa, know a whoa, lot whoa, of... Whoa, 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 Breaking news, Omos is in the Hurt Business now? I mean, wasn't he always with MVP? Wasn't that the entire... That hasn't come together, though, has it? That's that's still being... Maybe I, I mean, it's at? my understanding. I mean... I mean, that, Shayna that Baszler was... was wearing Hurt Business colors last night. Yeah, but but MVP doesn't come out and mouthpiece for him, so for for her, yeah, yeah, for her. But I I think with the current, I mean, I would think Omos being linked to it, I would definitely put him as part of that uh that stable. So that's kind of where I'm leaning. Is it's kind of like you have the group of guys, you have Brock now mixed in with this. You're adding Bray and Howdy in with this. Who knows if more. This seems way too complicated for something that is supposed to end the Bobby and Brock feud, which goes back to my point of I hate that Bray is involved. We, I just want my one-on-one with, with Bobby and Brock. I just want them to have this freaking match. This is the third time they're trying. Yep, and... Just just my leaning prediction of it is, like, if we get a finish, I think Bobby wins with help. All right. Well, I wouldn't really give you a conclusive finish, but pretty much uh, leaving, regardless of what happens tonight, there's going to be a lot of questions of who's going what and what's going on. So I'm right. very interested to say, I mean, there's a lot of top proponents, but again, with Bobby being back on his rise, Bray Wyatt's not the guy he wants to see. <laughs> no, because he'll just get buried, like LA Knight, who also wasn't on SmackDown last night. Yeah, Um. let's go to the resident Hurt Business Whisperer. Donjay, what do you see happening in this match tonight? And knowing that Bray looms for the winner. I know you're a big brave so, fan. Of, I know you're loving the storyline, but I know you love the hurt business. So how are you yeah. um, picturing this? So I don't. I don't think. I think that Brock and Bobby are both at a level where a brave uh, program would not bury either one of them. Um, so I'm, I'm in that mindset where it wouldn't bury either one of them. Uh, I believe to Flo's point that there is going to be a lot of shenanigans um, because first, both of their matches have ended up in some form of, of screw-ups or, or trickery or outside interference or whatever you want to call it. Um, so the third one is, is not going to be any different. 
I to agree with you, Goldie would think that the um, Rock versus Bray program would be more interesting. But I also trust the new directive enough to give them a chance. And, and this problem with Bray has never been the story for me. It's been the end result of said story. So from that standpoint, um, that I, the ending at WrestleMania scared me more than anything that would build up to it. You mean you mean the uh, the Brock Bobby feud ending at WrestleMania, or yeah, the either either story ending at WrestleMania. I think that doesn't bother. I think that scares me more than the actual build up to WrestleMania. Why? Is I think that? whatever whatever story they do is going to be interesting to me. But we've seen in the past that the end result of a break story is often lackluster, and that's what gives me more pause than anything building up to it. Right. So that I agree with. For Brock in the Funhouse, and I can easily see Brock killing Ramblin' and taking his head off and all that good stuff. Uh, but I think that there'd be more nuance with the Bobby Hurt business versus Bray and the Wyatt Six story than Brock being Brock for six weeks to WrestleMania versus Bray. Right. Um, another thing with Brock possibly winning and facing um, Bray. Can we get rambling a little tiny tractor? We we need the rambling. We just need the yeah, dude, come in on the tractor, just run like, everybody. Over. So if it's Bobby, I want rambling singing the se- the theme song like but if it's Brock, then I want Rambling to, like, have this little mini tractor and flip the TV that he sits next to. He sits next to a TV, right? He he gets around. Okay, I don't know. I'm still trying to familiarize myself with the fire truck flan house. Um, <laughs> if we get Rambling a little tractor and he flips the TV like Brock did the ring at SummerSlam... That might be um, that might be enough to make me be like, okay, I might see the fun house in a different light because I want to like it. I really, I really want to like it, um, but it's difficult. Um, so I, I guess by way of that, I have Brock winning because I, I don't want Bobby involved in this at all. Uh, Flo, you have Bobby winning with help. Uh, Don Jay, who do you have? I have Bobby winning because it's Black History Month, baby. Hell yeah! And Brock apparently only beats black people for championships, so and it's not have, a championship, so it's it, exactly. Time. So he can eat this pin. Um, what if Undertaker's message to Bray at Raw 30 was "Take out Brock for me at Mania"? Now it all makes sense. Perfect. Long term booking all right match number three i don't know if we're doing card order i just figured i'd start with the non-chamber matches and then we do the chamber matches and then we do the championship match um so next let's talk about the chamber match for the united states championship we have austin theory defending the title in the chamber um against seth rollins bronson reed 
Johnny Gargano, Damian Priest, and Flo's pick to win Montez Ford. Um, I don't think that's actually his pick. But Don Jay, let's start with you. Um, how do you see this playing out? So I believe, first off, I believe that um, Theory is going to lose. Um, my reason for that is long-term booking. They're not going to have him face potentially Cena at Mania with the title when they could easily use the title for somebody else on the two-day. So just going there, I think that Theory loses the title. Hold on. Um, Hold on. We're, we're doing John Cena Theory at Mania? When did this happen? That's been Scuttlebutt. I hate Scuttlebutt. You know that I hate Scuttlebutt. I don't listen to it. Okay, so that changes my prediction then. I'll change my prediction. That's, that's, but that's my theory based on, on oh, quote, quote, dirt cheeks. So. That's your theory. Based, but on the... That is my theory. Uh, but based on that, I have Priest winning it back. Uh, I personally would love to see Montez win it. I love both Street Profits. Not going to get low on his tangent because he knows how much I love the Profits. Um, but that being said, I think that Priest finds a way. They're trying to really pump up Judgment Day even more. Um, he's been a former champ. And while the other people are going to have great showings, I think that Priest is the, the winner in this. Who do you think Priest pins to win it? I think Priest pins Theory to win it. All right. Uh, Flo? Why are you picking Montez? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yes. uh, Montez, we look forward to seeing your jump off the cell. We're glad you're in it. Um, With that said, looking uh, looking through it, uh, the big thing is going to be who is going to pin Bronson. That's like my biggest question. He's probably going to hit a tsunami off the top of the pod and miss. And then Seth's going to stop him. And Theory will roll him up or Seth will stop him, and that's how Bronson gets eliminated. So with it, it's like, oh, man. So I guess – It's like the question of who's going to eliminate Omos from the Rumble. Yeah. You know it's happening. So figure it out. I mean, nobody's talking about Gargano. Why would they? I mean, wouldn't it be something if he runs? No, they are not. Nope. Nobody nobody at all. So, I mean, there's a – question should, there should have been corbin i mean he's, he's gonna be the first one to go out if you ask me well i mean that you have seth too obviously he needs a road to wrestlemania i mean we can't possibly go that route again right oh, for um sense. we know where his road is <laughs> scuttlebutt uh so with all that said uh austin theory retains no questions asked not even going to be close um it's it's just meant that he's been booked so strong lately. I mean, he's to the point where people are actually liking him. Um, it's he's just looked strong. He's looked smarter. The last time he was in an elimination chamber, he took mm. the best F five bump I think I've ever seen in mm-hmm. in anywhere. Um, I that that was the beginning of my respect for him when he took that F five off the pod. Um, as a wrestler. But, Yes, but he just, I, I I can't see anybody else winning this. Um, Who does he I pin? Think, uh, to win it, it's got to be Seth. It's it's going to be Seth for sure. Um, 
Montez and Bronson, I think we agree that they're going to go for something super crazy and that's going to be their defeat. Um, Gargano, the resilience, I think he, uh, he gets equaled out at the end. And then I just see that I, it's going to come down the Seth and theory once again. And I think that, uh, theory is able to pull it off. And then again, if, if we're going into the future of what could happen, uh, there was one certain title that Cena elevated more than probably any title ever, and that's the United States Championship. So I think having that match at Mania, if that is what we're looking forward to, just I think that actually makes that match. It is, hey, kid, you want to carry the title around that I made open challenge after open. Everybody remembers the Cena open challenge. So era. good. Absolutely amazing. So good. There was some Kevin Owens guy that came along. I don't know if y'all know him, but whew. but um, absolutely phenomenal in that. I do see Theory pulling it off with a little bit of craftiness, uh, plenty of uh, skill in the ring. So that, that that's where I'm going to lean on this one. All right. So I've thought about it. And I'm not changing my pick. I'm going to stick with Theory retaining by pinning Seth. Um because Flo said exactly what my thought process was. If we're going to get Cena at Mania and Theory's walking around doing the champ is here intro, why wouldn't it be Cena? And Theory's on this kick of, you're old, you're in the past. Who better to do that against than a dude that wrestles once a year? So I think, typing, 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 Theory retains... He pins Seth. Thank you, Montez, for doing a frog splash off the top of the pod. Thank you, Bronson, for showing up and going through a pod. Um, While I do think Judgment Day needs a title, I don't think Priest is the one to win it. Um, That'll happen down the road, maybe at Mania. We won't won't future speculate too much because, you know, scuttlebutt. but yeah, I, Gargano will be, you know, the underdog that probably makes it to the final three and then gets his face stomped. Um, but yeah, I think, I think Theory's gonna retain if we're gonna be doing Cena at, um, at Mania. I think that makes sense. Um, any other thoughts on the men's chamber? I think the women's chamber's gonna be better. Alright, let's get into the women's chamber then. Uh, this chamber match is for the winner of the chamber is the number one contender to Bianca Belair and the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. Um, we have Rhea who has picked Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's title, so we need an opponent for Bianca. Um, our contenders are Natalia, Raquel, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Carmella, and Ozka. Um, I started with Don Jay for the last one. I will start with Flo for this one. Break this one down for us. So this one is... Uh, originally, it looked a little lackluster for what they could have put in this chamber, especially seen as with uh, Rhea going over to visit Charlotte. It's like, I mean, this is the EST. This has been who? Who is going to be the one to come up and be the one to give her a competitive match? other than Roman Reigns. Oh, it's it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a tough win. Um the way I see it is I th- there's two 
I, I think the odds on favorite in this one is hands down Oscar. Um, I especially with the, uh, the the Connor route she's going, going back to being the brutal that she has been, and I think I'm I'm gonna give her my vote to pick the win. The only other person I think that can walk away with this one is uh, our love Raquel, which just needs again the reps to get up and do that. So if anybody's gonna upset, I think it's gonna be her. Um, we have Natalia returning Carmella, which I wasn't really a fan of, just coming back, jumping in the cell. Uh, Natalia's your hometown girl. And then you have Nikki Cross that, if you've watched her on Raw, was absolutely some of the most entertaining shit I've seen in a while. Um, having a great time there. SmackDown. SmackDown, correct. Because you, know right. you know she ain't sitting on Corey Graves' lap. <laughs> Not with Carmella around. Oh man, that that would be a trip as it is. See, we're you know we're heading into WrestleMania season. I'm getting the shows confused and who's where. It'd be like um, that. So I, I guess the only other is you have Liv Morgan, which if you watch the match that she had with Oscar, I mentioned to you, mm. it's like Liv has just been improving. Um, She's she got good. rid of the crying gimmick, which was my main component with her. It's like I'm sick of the crying gimmick. But it, it's she has just been the match. I mean, look at the length she put in the Rumble. Look at her match quality going forward, and it's just been a steady improvement. So I would definitely put her as my third horse in the race if there was a long shot dark horse. But I, I, I can definitely see. I think it's going to be the Oscar and Raquel show. I think it gets down to the end, and I think that. uh Raquel dominates Oscar for a little bit, but Oscar kind of uh, shows the veteran experience, gets the outsmart, and then we have the uh, some Oscar craziness going against the EST heading into Mania. All right, so who do you see Oscar pinning? Raquel. Raquel. Or submitting, or I, I could see submitting. I think we're going to go the submit route. Yeah, they'll, they'll play um... up the injured arm that she had from before. Oh, right. They had that whole thing. Thanks, Rhonda. Um, Sanjay, your turn. So, get it out the way. I, I believe it's going to be Asuka. So, I don't think it's going to be Asuka just because I love her. Um, and I don't think it's going to be Asuka just because I think she's better than the other five people in the match. I think it's going to be Asuka because if you can't have Bianca go against one of the four horsewomen, you do the next best thing and have mm -hmm. someone who has went against the four horsewomen in numerous mm -hmm. pay-per-views. Um, the Charlotte Oscar match, the Charlotte Becky Oscar match um, at uh, one of the pay-per-views where she won the title. Um, she's had matches with, with Bailey and formerly Sasha. So if you can't have her in a match with one of them, you put her Bianca in a match with Asuka, and you know that Asuka is going to put on a show, especially with it being WrestleMania. Uh, uh, we know Bianca's worth in WrestleMania, so that's going to be a high quality. Um, so that is why I choose Asuka. Uh, I was always I was on the Raquel being the, the dark horse pick, but I think I'm switching it to Liv. Only because Liv was the last person to get eliminated in the Rumble. 
Um, she could be potentially the last person eliminated in elimination chamber. And then you have that little seed of doubt building in for her where she's just this close to yep. getting that main event again. And she just keeps coming up short. And this is another opportunity for her to potentially come up short. Um, I can see for the money, the dollars, them actually wanting to do Bianca live, uh, just from a contrast styles, the, the size advantage. Um, just the different ways and, and how fans love them both. Um, but for my money, I, I put all my chips on on the Oscar win um, for it to be Bianca versus Oscar to go to Mania. All right. Um, so we are going to get Don J's mic troubleshooted a little bit. We're going to try. Um you, yeah, you basically outlined my scenario is I think Asuka is going to win by submitting Liv. Um, I think it's going to be Liv, Raquel, Asuka, final three. And I think Liv is going to eliminate Raquel. Um, and it's going to be because of what you mentioned. She went an hour in the Rumble. She's been improving. She was the SmackDown Women's Champion for a cup of coffee, money in the bank, what have you. Uh, but I see them doing a um, a so close yet so far storyline with Liv in the future. Um, obviously, I would love to see Natalia win because I'm Canadian, um, and it's Natalia. She's the best women's wrestler that has like ever graced the ring. Don't at me. Um, but yeah, I think clean sweep on this. I think I think it's going to be Oscar. Um, I like the reasons that Don Jay outlined um, with if it's not going to be Bianca Charlotte for the final boss, quote-unquote, for Horsewoman. I mean, Asuka's a pretty decent final boss as well. I, I see that being a match. that Not that Bianca needs to be put over anymore, but I see that being a match that just solidifies Bianca's over. Um, so clean sweep here. Oscar wins. Do we have any other thoughts on this chamber match? Not nothing I can think of. I think it's pretty much laid out for us. I think it's going to be a. Uh, I, I again, I agree with Don Jay. I think it's going to be more interesting than the men's, but uh, other than a couple spots that we're going to get, but I I'm looking forward to this one. Um, all right. So the final match on the card for Elimination Chamber, we have. The hometown hero, Sami Zayn, going against Roman Reigns. And the Usos are quote-unquote watching from home. We all know that's a load of bull. It's Sami's losing. I'm going to just come out and say it. Sami's losing. He's not winning this. Um, yep. Usos are going to come out. Jay's going to have a moment of conflict. And I think he will eventually side with his brothers. However, I don't know what happens with that afterwards. Like, if Sammy loses and Jay helps Roman win, where do Sammy and Jay go from here? Um, this isn't Kofi mania. This isn't Yeselmania. This this is not how it's going to work for Sammy. Because everybody knows it's going to be Cody at mania. That wins them both for his dad. Um as much as I would rather see Cody, Sammy, um, that ain't happening. So I'm picking Bloodline Interference. Um, and then I guess Cody's music hits at the end of the pay-per-view and he just kind of walks out and stares at Roman and then it ends. 
Um, that's that's what I got. Uh, Flo, what do you got? So I, uh, I I can agree with it. Uh, watching from home isn't going to go as well. I, I mean, it's going to be like the contract signing. We're just going to have a perfectly clean match, one-on-one. Roman's just going to destroy him clean, and we're just going to end the night. No. Um. So, yeah, it's going to come down to the uh, truth and consequences of what Jay Uso wants to do. Um, going back and forth, I mean, they've kind of alluded on the presentation that uh, him and Sammy seem pretty tight. But I think that uh, tight comes a little bit untied. And Jay costs Sammy the title to the dismay of the people. Where do they go next, you ask? Um, Well, if, hey, if I can't take Roman's title, Jay, how about I take your title? Who would be a good tag team partner for Sami Zayn? I don't know anybody, but um, I think that's kind of the route we're going to go on from there. Um, it, It's going to be an emotional night. I mean, you, you had it last night. I mean, they had to bleep out the entire broadcast because uh, Montreal doesn't seem to be a big Roman fan. That's not some good acknowledgement, but. Um, it, it's going to be something. I do think that, uh, the numbers game is what does Sammy. Um, I do think we get some, some returning people and some unexpected help for Sammy, maybe to close out the show, which sets up things in the future. Um, I mean, the, the last couple Roman matches, everybody's been, it's almost like you feel they have a chance. And I, I said it with the KO. It was like, if anybody has a chance, it's him. And now with Sammy, you even feel it more like this. Could this be our moment? Is this going to be the the closing? But as we know, Roman is the absolute master of the 2.9999 kickout. And I think we're going to see about 10 of those tonight. However, I think in the end, due to uh, some reformation within the bloodline ranks, I think that... Uh, Sammy is unfortunately going to be taking the lay down. So I'm going to come out with a hot take first. Um, I think that the Montreal screw job was probably the best thing that's ever happened for Montreal uh, from a wrestling standpoint because everyone remembers it. You don't remember where some of these other things happen in other cities, but when you say Montreal screw job, everyone immediately knows what it is because, and then Montreal becomes that city that people feel sorry for and want them to rise up and want them to overcome because of everything that happened there. Um, that being said, we're not going to have a Montreal screw job here. It's just going to be, um, Sam is going to lose. And we have to have KO come out at the end. Otherwise, that city will riot and it will burn to the ground. Just because of everything that we heard and saw last night on SmackDown, just the overwhelming pouring out of affection for Sammy. Sammy was crying in the rain because of how much they love him. And it's only going to be worse tonight, worse again in the amount of, of affection and, and outpouring of support for him. It's going to get another level tonight. Um, so with that being said, when Roman beats him, it's going to make Clash at the Castle when Drew lost. Uh, look like it was uh, high school. So you have to have someone send them home happy and to Flo's point uh, KO, be their other candidate favorite son, the reuniting the things that can be done with them finally reuniting as friends uh, is 
what WrestleMania season is all about. All right, so we all have Roman retaining and then possibly setting up a Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Steen Wolf tag team, uh, possibly challenging the Usos at Mania. So let's recap here. Um, I think a lot of our predictions are pretty, um, pretty similar. Um, we've all picked Finn and Rhea to win against Edge and Beth. We've all picked Asuka to win the Women's Chamber. We've all picked Roman to retain. Um, Flo and I have picked Theory to retain in the Men's Chamber. Donjay has picked Priest to win. Um, and Donjay and Flo have picked Bobby to win against Barack. And I, unfortunately, as much as I don't want to, I'm picking Brock because I don't want Bobby anywhere near the fire truck flan house. Um, is there anything else WWE related that you two gentlemen would like to talk about before we get into Battle in the Valley? So it's not necessarily uh, WWE specific, but it's more WWE adjacent um, with comparison, uh, comparison to AEW. Um, we had Ariel Huani on SmackDown. Montreal's other other favorite son um, on on SmackDown, and while he was on SmackDown a couple of times, um, the owner of AEW, Tony Khan, had some less than flattering things to say about Mister Hawani, and in the process, had some shots fired inadvertently to his lead announcer, Tony Schiavone. Threw him um, under the bus. So, yeah, so it, it was it was a, a sad to see that the owner of the number two wrestling company in the United States and dare I say the world has to throw shade at a reporter because his interview with said reporter was probably the worst interview that Ariel has ever done and he has said that this was, it was the hardest interview he ever done and ever since then Tony has, has hated anything that Ariel has said and it's the interview wasn't bad because of Ariel. Let's let's just nope. clarify that for the listeners. Ariel Hawani is a fantastic reporter. Um, he's been doing this for years. He's very well respected in the industry. Tony was just difficult as all hell to get answers out of. Um, so it wasn't for lack of trying on Ariel Hawani's part. It's Tony Khan being, I don't know, is he trying to be like? the cool, edgy, alternative option for, like, emo kids? Well, everyone likes WWE, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk shit about someone that WWE likes because it's gonna make me look cool in front of my AEW friends. Um, not a fan of that behavior. Not a fan of Vince's behavior and conduct as the owner of WWE as well. Let me just clarify that. I'm not saying one is better than the other. Um, but yeah, it's just disappointing. He, he wants to take over the heel role. I think he, he's embracing. I mean, it, it's the funny thing because it's actually his real persona character from what That's I get That's the thing. Of. It's like, don't um, work yourself into a shoot, brother. So yeah, he, he's kind of pushing himself to where, I mean, I, I can see it now, whether it's this year or next year, 
is he's going to kind of embrace that McMahon personality where he's going to be the ultimate heel on the show and so everybody's going to be coming after him all the time. He's going to be the authority figure because, I mean, that's what it got to kind of lead to. Like, you, you can't be, you can't act like that outside of uh, kayfabe and then not do it inside of kayfabe. So I well, think but that's, that's, that's my question, though. Did he tweet it out in kayfabe? Was he trying to be kayfabe? Or is it something that he legitimately felt and then it backfires so he's going to be like, oh, I was just in character, ha, ha, ha. See, and, and that's the thing. Tony Khan doesn't really play a character like Vince yeah. did. So he is himself um, 99% of the time. Um, so it was definitely not character-related um, in terms of what we've seen um, in other promotions. It just was a it was a poor form, um, yeah. All together, yeah. I agree. And, and I just want to read the tweet and the response just just for people who hadn't seen of it. So, so Tony Khan um, during SmackDown put, "You're a fraud, Ariel Hawani. You're as legitimate of a reporter as Tony Schiavone." Um, hashtag AEW Rampage, and then Ariel replied, "Thanks for watching, old friend. Can't wait for our next chat." And then put in parentheses, also, uh, also, don't listen to the snowman, Shivani. You're a legend in my book. Uh, Aw, classy. With with the snowman piece, being a dig at Tony, because everyone who watches his press conferences thinks that he's strung out on crack or snorting coke. Uh, And then Tony just replies, like, good luck with the unbiased journalism. Yeah, Tony Khan is not. Yeah. Yeah. Classy response by Ariel Hawani. Um, yep. I expected nothing less. All right. Let's talk Battle in the Valley. Um, this is San Jose. Is that where it's being held? Yep. San Jose, San Jose California. Yeah. The hometown of Bailey. Um, no reason I pointed that out. We have three. There's more than three matches on the card, but there's three matches in particular that stood out. And I admittedly, and I think Flo admittedly, we don't really watch this product a whole lot. So it's going to be on Donjay to explain things to us. Um, It's not for lack of interest. It's for lack of time. Um, I will certainly be attempting to watch this pay-per-view or premium live event. I don't know what they call it in New Japan. Um, three matches of note, the first being Jay White versus Eddie Kingston, um, stipulation being if Jay White loses, he leaves New Japan. If Eddie Kingston loses, he cannot wrestle for New Japan without the express consent from Jay White. Um, interesting to note, Jay White is without a contract, and that, I feel, Don Jay is going to be playing into this match a lot. That is absolutely correct. Um, it's the big news in, in the wrestling world that Jay White um, is without a contract. He has been open about the fact that he's pretty much, he's felt like he's done everything that he's possibly could do in New Japan and is looking for other opportunities. Um so there seems to be almost no chance that uh, he wins this match against Eddie Kingston. Um, obviously, Eddie Kingston is part of AEW, and AEW has a long um, working relationship with New Japan, so this would just give 
another opportunity for him to have um, additional matches and then an AEW Eddie fights people from New Japan on consistent basis during their pay-per-views on pre-shows and whatnot. So it just makes the most sense for him to go over and to continue that partnership. All right. Jay so- White the free agent being is, is one of the biggest things in wrestling right now. That's my follow-up question is where do you see Jay White going after this? Does he go to the Fed? I think he goes to the Fed. I don't believe he would have went to the Fed if certain people were in charge. um, But now that certain people are out of the way. That is correct. And I think that the the, um, bloom has come off the rose of AEW and Tony, um, especially when you see someone like uh, Cody leaving after his contract is up. Um, the things we saw earlier this week with um, Dax Harwood uh, his on his Instagram where he they showed a WWE contract accidentally. Air quotes, forgot. In the forgot. And it's been no, um, they haven't been on television um, pretty much all year. And they don't have any plans to be on television um, until their contracts are up. So the rose is being um, off the bloom for Boom is off the road for, for AEW. And then we have a lot of the people who went over there who they aren't using. So It's almost like WWE people predicted this would happen in the pandemic. Imagine that. Wow, they keep so signing I, ex-WWE talent. How are they going to find time for all of them? Spoiler alert, they didn't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think Jay goes over, comes over to, goes over to WWE. Um and I think there's a lot of opportunity over there for him, um, especially when I think of a Cody, when I think of a Seth Rollins, when I think of a Theory, um, some of the, like, the Sheamuses of the world, the contrast of styles, um, I think he'd be perfect over there. I really, I know that we're probably heading towards um, Seth Rollins, um, Logan Paul for Mania, but I, if Jay White goes to WWE. I really want a, a Seth Rollins versus Jay White in a who wore it better match. Cause good lord do they look similar. You could do like Damian Mizdow with Seth Rollins and Jay White and you wouldn't have to pretend anything. It like everything just it would be funny as hell. Um Flo, I am I'm not sure how familiar you are with Eddie Kingston and Jay White. Do you have any thoughts on this? Pretty familiar with Jay White, and I'm actually okay. excited. Um, I, I do think he's leaving on the shield tonight. He's uh, he's he's laying it down. He's taking the loss, and I also agree that he is coming over to uh, to the WWE, which is the uh, the hope. I mean, we could have one of the most crazy Rawls after Mania ever. I'm, I'm not oh, sure which is going to be so good right now. It's going to um, need to be four hours. Yeah, give give us a four hour show on that night. Um, because it, it, it's insane with the speculation, the rumors, the who's free, the who's going around. Um, mm-hmm. This is one to definitely be excited about. And I mean, I th- there's bigger names than Jay White being discussed right now as well. So just the speculation of what could be. I mean, I guess it could lead to a, to a downer if it doesn't happen. But uh, I definitely think that uh, Jay White has done everything under the sun over there. Uh, he expressed that. He's did it respectfully. Um, think he takes the L tonight and uh, moves on, and I can't wait to see what he does in the future. I'm looking forward to him coming over to WWE as well. I'm I'm a little familiar with his work. I have seen some of his matches. I like what I see. 
Um, so the potential in WWE in terms of opponents, um, who do you think maybe style-wise would be the best fit for him? I mean, there's so many. I mean, I'm I'm just doing dream scenarios in my head right now. Put him against AJ again. Put him against Walter mm. or Gunther. Um, put him against Naka. Nakamura. Yeah. Um, Finn. Finn. Put him against Finn. Like, and mm. these these are the things that already happened. I mean, he's a Carl guy Anderson. that meshes, regardless of who you put him with. I mean, we we could talk Bobby. We could talk Brock. We could even talk Bray with this guy. This is one mm. of those guys that Don't his puppies just fits in, um, everywhere. Bray, Bray's not the exclusive kiss of death determining, but, uh, I, he, he's just, he has all the Swiss army knife tools to where he can fit into so many dream scenarios moving forward. And, uh, if we can get after WrestleMania going into that for the rest of 2023, I think it's going to be good for everybody. And it's want... work is second to none. Yeah, it is. I do want to point out something in the chat, uh, because we do this live on Twitch. So. Uh, we have a chat box that people can see. I know you can't see it um, if you're listening to the podcast on Spotify, Apple, or Google. But we do have somebody in the chat says, future thinking of Jay White coming to WWE. I really hope Will Ospreay follows when his contract expires next year. Do you see that as something that could happen? Yep, because he has history with Ricochet. And some others um, besides him. And he's had a, a war words for years with Seth. It always comes back to Seth. So oh, Seth. I could see that as well. Excellent. All right. Uh, second match we wanted to talk about was Okada against Tanahashi for the championship. Um, again, not something I'm super familiar with, but I have seen the promos. Um, was it... Okada is asshole. Was that the promo, or was it the other way around? It's Okada is asshole. Okada yes. is no. asshole. Okada um, is asshole. That yeah, excellent. Um, again, Donjay, break this down for us. Um, I don't know what the Japanese phrase is for banger. Um, but if I did, that would be it. Um, they have fought each other in various matches, singles, tags, trios, uh, well over 60 times in, in their history. So it's kind of like the, the Cena Orton of New Japan where they just fit. Okay. Um, so it's, it's going to be a fantastic match because they don't put on bad matches. Um, and Okada, as we mentioned, is the champion. Um, I see him retaining, um, said championship, but, if you just want to watch a fantastic match, not knowing anything about their history or storyline, that it is you would just watch it and just feel like they fought each other forever, and that's because they have. I appreciate you putting it into um, a WWE comparison for those of us that are not familiar. Um, saying it's similar to Cena Orton makes me yep. go, okay, they have chemistry. I want to see this match. Uh, Flo? Yeah, this is pretty much the, uh, the, the Seamus and Drew, like you just know what you're going to get before going into it. Um, it's pretty much like, okay, we need, uh, we need something good for this. What do we have going on? Storylines are a little light and it's just push the easy button. And that's pretty much what they did here. Um, it's going to be another fantastic match. It's just going to be another notch on the belt into the story. Um, I think Okada's going to retain. Um, 
even though he's an asshole. But I think that's what we are, uh, I think that's what I'm leading into. But it's definitely going to be a high action match. We do have someone in the chat saying Okada retains and Kato attacks him from behind afterwards to set up a champion versus champion match. How would that look? Kato was fantastic. I'd, I'd buy that. I'd buy that pay-per-view. Hell yeah. Uh, last match we wanted to talk about, and you may or may not know who these women are, um, but we have the much-anticipated ring return of the woman formerly known as Sasha Banks. Mercedes Monet is challenging Kyrie for the women's title. Um I make no bones about the fact that in terms of the four horsewomen in WWE, I think Sasha is miles ahead of the other three in terms of wrestling ability. Um, so I, being a Sasha fan, and now a Mercedes fan by way of, um, I can't, I'm just so happy she's back in the ring. I've been seeing her training videos. I've been watching her promos. I am hyped for this. Um, Flo, does she win? She has to. I I don't think there's any other way. And that's the thing is that the, the one questionable thing I never had about her is her ability in the ring. And now that she's back into the ring, this is where I want to see her. This is where I want to keep her. Um, She needs to come out and prove there was no loss over her absence. She just needs to come out and have a Sasha Banks, now Mercedes match. And it just, it needs to go. It's going to be great. I think, uh, Kyrie's a great opponent for her, mm-hmm. but I think this, I, the pressure is on for me. Uh, like, I think this is her pressure match where it's like, this is it now. It, this needs to be, you know, this, this is what you fun. wanted. You need to come out. This is what yep. you wanted. This is where we want you. This is where let's, let's show it. Let's go back to where we were. Let's reset the tone move forward um and i i think this she needs to win this match all right don Jay? for me i think it's i think it's more of a spiking of the football because i think she's already won just from a the fact of where are the women's tag team championships now and b everything outside of wrestling that she's been able to do um since she left because people would say that she wasn't a star. She well, is she, a star. She is a star in every sense of the word. And she brought Trinity with her on that level of starhood. So we had two black queens being stars. And and for people had reasons and, and had their thoughts about how they left. And I and every that's up for debate. But what's not up for debate is the fact that, that she is a star. I agree with Flo that she has to win this match. Um, and I believe that she will win this match. But I think she's already a winner just based off of everything that she's done um, since she's left. And really, the women's division has not been the same since they've left. They've had to scur- scramble and scurry around and do things. And finally, that they're trying, they're building back up. Because Bianca couldn't really do it all by herself. And then Becky finally came back. And Bailey finally came back. And Charlotte finally came back. So now they're getting back to where they were about a year ago. Uh, but I believe that, and that was in no small part with her leaving. Uh, but I believe she wins this. 
and um, she gets to she since she is a free agent for lack of a better phrase, even though she's with New Japan, she can now do whatever she wants. But this is the first Mickey, step. Mickey, 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 give us Mercedes, Mickey. I hope she stays a free agent as long as possible. Yep. <laughs> so she can set her own terms because yep. again, uh, just the history repeating itself. Um, just stay the course, stay in the ring, be the star you are in the ring, and it's going to be great. But she needs to get this win. And Kyrie yeah, was I... the last person she fought was, uh, Sasha was the last person Kyrie fought in WWE before she left. So there's that little bit of synergy there. Right. Um, I do just want to mention how many times do I complain about the women's tag division on the main roster? Not an NXT, but on the main roster. When's the last time those titles were defended? It's been a while, but now... Was that the random thrown-together SmackDown match? Yeah. I believe so. So, it, it's looking more and more like it makes sense why she left. I know it... I, I'm not getting into this whole debate, but I'm just saying, looking at where she is and where what Dante was saying, looking at where the tag titles are, who's on top? It's Mercedes. Um, do I ethically, morally agree with it? That's a different conversation that we're not going to have. But she, her stock is incredibly high right now. Um, like Donde said, she's a star. Like Flo said, set your own terms, do it your way. Because if you sign somewhere and then something goes wrong, is this going to happen again? Um, I'm just really looking forward to the ring return. I don't know if she's going to win. All I know is she wants a match with Mickey James. So I think this match is going to be fantastic. I think if Mercedes and Mickey get a match, I think that's going to be fantastic. And I'm just really happy she's back in the ring i'm looking forward to tonight um is there anything else wrestling related either of you two would like to talk about other than la Knight once again not being on smackdown he was just not live um Mm -hmm. (laughs) can we talk about the hit row rap real quick (laughs) many acclaimed yeah everybody loves the acclaimed the rap was good. The Excellent. beat was horrible. Yep, saying everyone knows Canada's about Toronto, you just the side chick. She ain't ever lie. I, hey, nope. uh, Flop Dollar cleared the top rope. So he had help, but yes. Also a, yeah, that's also a note to add. So This is true. All right, I think that is it for this edition of We're Going to Talk About Wrestling Again. Two premium live events this evening in the Elimination Chamber, um, available on the cock, I'm assuming. Available on the CAC. And, on the um, and no battle way. at Battle in the Valley, available on Fight TV. Uh, gentlemen, thank you very much for joining me once again for We're Going to Talk About Wrestling. And uh, let's got a lot of good matches tonight, so let's enjoy it. Bye, everybody. Enjoy. Enjoy.